Entrepreneur on Fire 640. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Protect your family, protect your future. For special savings, visit LegalZoom.com and enter promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Entrepreneurs near and far. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Sean Stevenson. Sean, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am, John. Let's do it. Sean is a best-selling author and creator of The Model Health Show, featured as the number one nutrition and fitness podcast on iTunes. Sean founded Advanced Integrative Health Alliance, a successful company that provides wellness services for both individuals and organizations worldwide. Sean is also a dynamic keynote speaker who has spoken for TEDx, universities, and numerous organizations with outstanding reviews. Sean, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Awesome, John. Well, my story's pretty interesting. Uh, I never in a million years thought that I'd be in the health field. Um, I actually started off when I was at my university at the age of 20, and I'm about to be 35 now. Um, And I thought I was going to be like a CFO of a Fortune 500 company or something like that. But fate had other plans for me. And I was actually diagnosed then with a degenerative disc disease, which is a spinal condition where my my spine was basically breaking down rapidly. And this was totally out of the blue for me. And I was feeling my Wheaties healthy and I thought (laughs) life was going well. And this really, you know, just kind of threw my life off track. And to make a long story short with that, I saw five different doctors and they all told me the same story. I had the spine of an 80 year old and there was nothing that I can do to get well. Uh, I lost a lot of function of my leg because of the the nerves that run down through my back. And I just wasn't doing well. I gained a lot of weight. I was feeling depressed and really just not knowing what my purpose is. And it was actually one night this kind of epiphany happened. And this this is available for anybody. It's not like rainbows came out and unicorns came up to me. (laughs) That comes later. Yeah. (laughs) I made a decision to get well. Come what may, I wasn't going to buy into the story that other people had for me. And from that moment, I started to embark on a very, very powerful and inspired mission of finding out everything that I could about the human body, about this condition, and how I can get well. Uh, fast forward six weeks later, I lost about 30 pounds. I was, it was as if nothing had ever happened as far as the pain. The pain was totally gone. And shortly thereafter, I went back to see my doctors probably a couple months later. And he took a scan and he saw my spine and my, my disc, because I also had two herniated discs, they had retracted totally. And there was some juiciness back in my spinal disc. And he was just like, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. Cause he had, he, he didn't have that in his paradigm that that was possible. So when that happened, John, people saw the change. I was still in my university at the time and they started to ask for help because it was pretty dramatic. And me losing that amount of weight and having this vitality back in my body. And right then was the birth of my career. 
And since then, I've had the opportunity to work with a couple thousand people in my practice and working with people dealing with things from uh, reversing diabetes to cancer situations to um, even rare, crazy things like Rocky Mountain fever. Um, I just had someone, somebody the other day with Hunter syndrome and just helping all these individuals to do everything they can to stack the conditions in their favor to reverse their issues naturally. Um, and then, of course, we can bring the, the medical paradigm in there as a backup. So it's been really successful doing that. It wasn't without a bunch of trials and tribulations, we, which we could talk about a little bit today. Hmm. And that sprung into speaking and being a spark maker and getting out on stage and writing books and, of course, my podcast, which I love doing that. Yay. And, yeah, it's just it's been a wild journey. So there, there you have it. See, Fire Nation, sometimes life is going to hand you that lemon. And if you're Sean Stevenson, you make the best gosh darn lemonade <laughs> that's possible to be made. And so many incredibly successful and inspiring and beneficial businesses have been created just on that notion. I mean, look what Sean's done because of that pain point struggle that he reached in his life. You know, mine's on a completely different spectrum as far as that, but you know, my pain point was I keep running out of podcasts and I really just want to have enough to fill my commutes up. I'm going to do that seven day a week podcast. Fire Nation, what is going to be your answer to that pain point that you're experiencing, that the world is experiencing, and then create a passionate career off of that? And Sean, you have had some trials, my friend. You have had some tribulations and we're going to dive way into those. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire with a success quote to get that spark going, Sean. So take it away. My quote says, what we have done for ourselves alone dies with us. What we have done for others and the world remains and is immortal. And this is from Albert Pike. And this quote changed the game for me. It just, it came up at the right time when because we have a tendency sometimes when we're embarking on something that hasn't been done before or might be outside of our paradigm to, to kind of get into this fear state. And, and because we're worrying about our little lives and what we're doing for ourselves, instead of shifting the focus onto our legacy and the impact that we can have on other people's lives, when we focus on other people and get out of our own head and our own internal struggles, that's when the magic can really happen, John. And I've seen that time and time again. It's a very, very powerful leverage port point to be able to focus on other people and helping others. So many people, Fire Nation, when they start their businesses, they're looking, how can I monetize? How can I start making income right now? What's the best way that I can grow my list, my Facebook likes, my, my, my? Instead, sometimes you just need to flip that mirror around and have it face out the other way and say, how can I serve my listeners, my audience. I made a clear decision when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire that I was not going to have any monetization strategies for the first six months while I just served. Following that great Albert Einstein quote, try not to become a man of success, but rather a man of value. Sean Stevenson is a man of value and look where it's brought him, Fire Nation. So Sean, what we're going to do is really shift the focus of this interview to your journey as an entrepreneur. I want you to share with us stories. That's how we as humans learn. History was broken down into his story for a reason. So Sean, tell us a story of a time that you failed and take us to that moment, Sean. Take us down to that ground level and share with us that moment in time and the lessons you learned. Awesome. Well, for some reason, talking about this failure has a big smile on my face <laughs> because, you know, at the end of it, it, I learned so much and I'm so better because of it. But so for me, this was about 
uh, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, and I was doing a, a TED talk, a TEDx talk in Las Vegas. And my subject was on chocolate. I was talking about, and a lot of people hadn't become aware yet of this, the, you know, the, the food itself, the fruit, you know, the cacao fruit. And I was just doing a talk about that and how it can impact people's health. Health and I, I made it a broader picture thing. It was, it was pretty awesome, pretty awesome experience. Overall, was it a positive benefit to the health or a negative? It is a very, very positive okay, benefit. Okay, good. Cool. But in its natural state, and that's really what the talk was about, is relating things back to their natural form. Because most of us have seen like the wicked stepchild of chocolate, you know, <laughs> in the form of like Hershey's Kisses. Yeah, not the real food. So I was just getting people connected back to real food and the root of food. And in the audience was a great couple, and they were running this incredible online magazine and really just crushing it. I mean, they got hundreds of thousands of uh, of unique visitors and all this kind of thing. And I had just gotten started online, maybe, I don't know, six months prior. And I had my, my practice, my brick and mortar practice offline. So they had just opened up a position for a, a podcast host. And because the face of their show um, kind of they parted ways and, and this was a great opportunity. So we connected and I said, I do it. So I became the face of the, of their podcast and it was incredible. I mean, we did so many episodes every single week, cranking out incredible information and the podcast just really took off. And again, this was early in the game. This was like four or five years ago. And little did I know at the time I was really working hard, building up their platform. Right. Okay. I gave them credibility and they also gave me uh, viewers and listeners and that was awesome. But at the same time, I had neglected to take care of my own house. I had neglected to take care of my own website, my own online entity. And again, we're still great friends to this day. I love those guys. But when you get into, especially when you're talking about doing a project with someone else, we need to be very specific and clear on the, the benefit of it for everybody. Because I was probably doing about 90% of the work. Yet, if we brought on a great guest, and I, of course, I filtered everybody, and I only brought on guests that I really believed in. If they were you know, selling a Qigong course or something like that, maybe we might sell $20,000 of that product to help people, you know, to really help invigorate people's lives. But maybe I might get 10% of that. You know, which is totally bananas. So my wife, who's like, <laughs> she's my greatest teacher, my best friend. She was just like, she kept scratching her chin like, nah, this isn't okay. Because <laughs> I, was, I was putting so much time and energy into that every single week in preparation and recording and doing a lot of the behind the scenes work. And I wasn't getting the, the monetary reward to be able to take care of my own life structure so I can keep doing it. So I had to work and bust my butt in my brick and mortar business, seeing more and more clients every day, doing more speaking events and traveling and not, and just, it all just came, became so sporadic and, and hectic. And it wasn't until I really understood, like, I've got to take care of my own home because everybody listening, there's one thing for certain, Facebook can change. Uh, YouTube can change their rules. iTunes can change their rules, but you own your website and making sure that you're building up your own platform there and having an, an ability for people to connect with you and to become subscribers to your emails is intimately and indefinitely and so powerful. I mean, I can't even put words to it. So I shifted my focus finally after being hit in the head so many times. And ultimately that failure became a huge when in the end, after I got my act together and it took a lot of work, but I was successful in doing it. 
So Sean, I love that story for so many reasons. And one thing I do want to focus on is what you did end with there for Fire Nation is the importance of owning your platform. Social media is a great tool to grow your platform, but that's what it is. It's a tool to grow your platform because you own Fire Nation, your domain. You own your email list. That is something that you have earned and is yours. Now, Facebook has changed the game multiple times. Twitter, I have no doubt, will be changing the game in the future. Google+, Plus, every one of them has their own agenda. Don't ever be stuck following others' agendas. Utilize them as tools to grow that audience, to grow your platform, but always know where your focus needs to lie. And there's another point I do want to make, Sean, and I'd kind of like your quick feedback on this before we move to the next question, because... I love what you did in a lot of ways. And my good friend Chase Reeves of The Fizzle Show talks about this all the time. The power of being an apprentice. It's so important this day and age when you do know what your passion is, when you do know what's driving you, to just raise your hand and say, listen, you are somebody that's amazing in this industry. What can I do to just be close to you, to see what you're doing, to learn from you, to study from you, to get through these early mistakes that I will be making? How can I be your apprentice? So Fire Nation, in my opinion, never shy away from opportunities to be an apprentice for a certain period of time. You need to know, like Sean knew, when it's time to graduate from being an apprentice to being the platform. And Sean did that. And maybe he's going to say he did a little bit too late or maybe just at the right time. I don't know. But don't shy away, Fire Nation, from being an apprentice. Know that you can learn so much there. And Sean, kind of wrap it up with your opinion on that. Yeah, that, that is so incredible that you brought that up. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I would literally go back and do the same thing um, because of the experience that I received and being able to understand the inner workings of having a podcast and also having that platform and speaking to people and getting that amazing feedback was something that gave me invaluable skills when I um, branched out and started my own podcast, when I started the Model Health Show. And that gave me such leverage to really jump out of the gate and, you know, hit the, the new and noteworthy very quickly. And right. then, of course, eventually make it to number one on the world on iTunes, which is mind blowing if that's possible. <laughs> Be the stud of podcasters paradise. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, when, at one point, you know, I saw that my, my show was in the, all the, the um, podcast rankings. It was number 25 of every single podcast, which at that point I knew that something amazing had happened. And I wouldn't have traded in a million years that apprenticeship that you're talking about of struggle and trying to kind of trying to figure it all out and getting acclimated and having life teach me how to do this thing, this thing at a really high level. So Fire Nation, I've been on Sean's great show and we're going to talk about that in a little bit here. He's an inspiring guy. He's having aha moments. He's having light bulbs go off all the time, but he's having that happen for a number of reasons. Number one, he's surrounding himself with like-minded entrepreneurs. Number two, he's taking care of himself. He sleeps well. He eats well. He exercises well. All of these things lead to the model health, which leads to having great energy, great ideas, great focus. So Sean, if we were to, to spend the rest of the time here talking about the aha moments you've had in the last month alone, <laughs> this would be about a 17-hour podcast. But I want you to, to tell a story. Tell a story that's going to inspire Fire Nation of a time that you, Sean Stevenson, had an aha moment, a light bulb that went off. Take us there, Sean, and then walk us through the steps you took to turn that idea into success. Awesome. 
Well, one huge aha moment for me was when I shifted over and started to focus on building my own platform, I really didn't have that many people who were subscribed to my emails, who were you know, directly connected to my website. So I, one of the things that I was still doing was doing keynote speaking and doing these different talks. So I just, it just came out of nowhere one day to decide, like while I was in the middle of like just really cranking out some incredible information and people were inspired and learning all this stuff to improve their health and vitality, I was like, guys, pull out your phone right now. And, you know, I gave them my, my link and it was actually it was something that they could actually text and they can get them to an opt-in form. And I started having people there at the live <laughs> events opt in to, because the thing is people are connected and invigorate right then, but they've got all this other stuff going on. They might just forget to go to your website totally. and, to, and to get connected. So it's a, a very important strategy to keep the, um, to keep the relationship going. So that was one thing. And after I did that, I started to, I was like scratching my head because I had this amazing online product that I had created and I put so much into, but again, because I didn't have the platform yet, I didn't have people who were connected to me online. Not that many people were buying it yet. You know, it was like very sporadic, maybe every other day or every third day, someone would buy the program. So this is something that I did that I might, you know, some people might be encouraged to do is I did my uh, keynote talk. And for example, you know, just say, and I'm not throwing these numbers out to impress anybody. It's just, you know, talk about what's possible. Hey, I throw my numbers out all the time, Sean, go for it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, maybe I'm getting paid five or $8,000 to do a keynote presentation. But what I started to do was take people through the training, but then open up the opportunity for them to right then sign up for my online program. So I had this offline work I was doing, bringing people into my online program. And so I would have my assistant there to be able to get everybody signed up and swipe the credit card. And then they're connected with me. And just the last time I actually did this, we made uh, about eleven dollars or $12,000 in, in an hour keynote presentation, you know, addition, in addition to what I was already doing. But here's the thing. Those numbers might sound attractive, but there's still work attached to that. And I had to take care of those people, you know, so everybody that had their hand up. And by the way, if I was to do this online, you know, doing it in a webinar form, we might get a 20% conversion because, you know, and that's a pretty substantial conversion. Oh, yeah. Offline, though, in that environment, when we're face to face, there's a whole new level of, of empowerment and an entity gets created. And we're looking at more of 45 to 50% conversion. Game changer. Okay. So yeah, so it's very, very powerful. And that was a huge aha moment that I could take my offline business and bring it online. Love that. I mean, Fire Nation, these aha moments are going to come to you at both opportune and inopportune time. And you just always want to be in that situation, in that position to receive it. And the aha moment that Sean had is applicable for every single listener in your industry, in your niche. You find what works, you test, you adjust, you do the A-B splits, you do what needs to happen until you find that system that works. For us here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we know that our live free podcast workshop that we do every single week is something that just works. So we have that system and we're always tweaking it to improve it a little bit better. The email sequences leading up to it, the follow-up sequences afterwards. There's always stuff to do as entrepreneurs. But once you find that recipe of success, you just keep making more batter. Am I right, Sean? Absolutely. Make those gluten-free pancakes, baby. (laughs) Gluten-free pancakes. I love it. So Sean, just take about 30 seconds here, maybe 60 seconds at most. I'm throwing out a challenge to you. Share with us your proudest entrepreneurial moments. Oh, wow. Yeah, it would definitely be 
the day that we skyrocketed to number one on iTunes and in health. And for me, that was just a huge affirmation. Not just, okay, yeah, I'm number one, but the fact that people were loving what we were creating and people were interested in this health conversation and not at the very surface um, level that a lot of people talk about it at, but at a very deep, uh, intimate level because we get into really uh, holistic approach to things, you know, and talking about how your relationships impact your health and how your stress levels and your sleep and the nutrition at a level of understanding that you don't get this in school. You know, I went to school for this, but they didn't teach it to me the way that I teach other people, you know, so that moment was just uh, man, I was I was on a high for like a whole week after having. <laughs> I that remember happen. those emails you were sending me. I was so happy and proud of what you had accomplished, Sean. So definitely, congratulations to you. And Sean, I'm not going to lose on this opportunity of having you on the show because I really want to talk about this for a second here. Yeah. So as entrepreneurs, Sean, we need to look at our journey as a marathon, not as a sprint. We're in this for the long haul. Those people that are here for the sprints that are just chasing that dollar, those are the people that are burning out, that are not finding success and are definitely not finding fulfillment. Because as my main man, Earl Nightingale says, happiness and success is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. So it's not realizing, it's not getting to that finish line, it's gradually realizing and continuing to approve upon an ideal, but Sean, not just any ideal, a worthy ideal. So On that note, you're the guy that could really talk to us about this because as entrepreneurs who are looking for that marathon, we have to take care of ourselves, my friend. We have to eat right. We have to sleep right. We have to exercise. Take Fire Nation through things that we need to be doing every single day to get us to that point that we need to be where we can be in this for the long haul, my friends. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I share with people is that Individuals tend to not do well because they don't feel well. And if you're going to be in this for, like you said, for the marathon and really being uh, a long lasting um, individual in the in the business world or being an entrepreneur, you've got to have your physical health together. It is vital today because the next guy will outperform you. He will out hustle you. He will outwork you because he simply feels better. And some of the fundamental things that I I mean, there's so much we can get into with this job, but some of the fundamental things are number one, first and foremost, uh, understanding just a 1% decrease in your hydration level is enough to damage your DNA. Okay. So hydration is incredibly important and we take it for granted. You know, I've got people coming in, like somebody might come into my clinic and they're like, you know, I'm having all these migraines and it's just like, I'll give them like a 20 ounce 20 ounces of water and I'll have him drink the water and I'll just go in my office for 20 minutes and like check emails and I'll come back and I'll say, you know, so how's your headache? And they're like, actually, I feel a little bit better. You know, it must be, you're so good. You know, it's just, I just got them hydrated again. I'm not saying that it's going to cure all migraines, but it's one of those components that, you know, your brain vessels start to constrict and you're just going to make poor decisions because your body is not operating at an optimal level. So what I encourage people to do is every day, take what I call an inner bath. You know, we take an external bath or a shower every day, but isn't the inside more important? So begin the day by taking an inner bath, which for I recommend usually for my clients to do about 24 to 32 ounces of water first thing in the morning to help to infuse all of that water into your tissue matrix because you're actually dehydrated when you wake up in the morning. So that's tip number one is to make sure that you're keeping your hydration at an optimal place. Okay, let me hit a couple of questions on this. So a sure. couple questions is, 
Is there a law of diminishing returns? Can you drink too much water where all of a sudden you just seem to be hitting the restroom every 30 minutes, you know, <laughs> basically getting rid of, rid of all that water that you've been drinking? Is that the case yeah. or is that just not the case? That's a great question, John. And what it really boils down to is the quality of the water itself and its structure and its ability to actually hydrate you properly. Because oftentimes we're drinking like some plastic uh, bottled water that's been sitting on the store shelves. And that water becomes your blood, by the way. So it's important where you get your water from. And the and the structure of the water is not really there. And also it might be too low in minerals. So it's not going to really uh, integrate itself into your tissue matrix. And you're going to be you're going to be going and peeing it all out a lot. So what we want to do is get higher quality water into our body first and foremost. That? So you actually, well, my number one recommendation for people is to get spring water and actual valid spring water because a lot of spring waters are actually well waters that are tapped and they're actually coming from a spring. There's a friend of mine, Daniel Vitalis, who has a wonderful, a wonderful site called findaspring.com where you can actually gather your own spring water, which is an incredible adventure and very empowering mm-hmm. in and of itself to go and harvest your own blood. Like this is your own life force. And that water is coming from springs that have, they're in aquifers. They're coming from aquifers that have never seen pollution. They haven't seen the industrial revolution. It's the cleanest, purest thing you'll ever put into your body versus the water coming out of our tap, which is going to be infused and treated because, you know, this is going to be recycled water. This is recycled toilet water, recycled water coming from uh, rivers and streams, depending on what your municipality is. What they found actually, there's one study showing that a large city, the largest particulate matter found in their tap water was tissue paper and tampon paper, all right, which is just like, what? And they're also finding traces of pharmaceutical drugs because, you know, we're consuming pharmaceutical drugs and we're, you know, peeing it out, using the bathroom and it's getting back into our water supply. So we want to be aware of that stuff. If you are using the tap water at your home, you probably want to get a reverse osmosis system and then restructure the water by adding some minerals back to it, adding a little bit of sea salt, adding some, um, something called MSM, methyl sulfonylmethane. And this is really great for, um, your joints and for your skin and all this stuff. There's so many interesting things you could do. And John, I could talk about this stuff for two I days. Know, I love it. I'm writing so <laughs> many things down right now. So one thing I really want Fire Nation you to be taking in here, water becomes your blood. When you visualize that, I think you're going to take a couple extra minutes to do the right thing. And just one more quick question on this, Sean, if you can just answer it quickly, because I think it's key. I know a lot of people, myself, listeners included, we're both tea and coffee drinkers. Can you give us the pros and cons of tea and coffee and what you recommend? Absolutely. You know, in my, in my new book, Sleep Smarter, I actually do dedicate a chapter to talking about having a caffeine curfew. And what we want to understand is that caffeine in particular, so we're talking about coffee or caffeinated tea, caffeine has a half-life of about eight hours. And what that means is if there's just say 200 milligrams of caffeine in the liquid that you're drinking, eight hours later, half of it is still in your system. Then eight hours after that, half of that. So in in application and what's been proven in studies is that you can have a cup of coffee right before bed, you can have it three hours before bed or six hours before bed, and they found that there was substantial sleep disruption from people having coffee up to six hours before they go to bed because it's still sparking and stimulating their nervous system. Now, I'm a fan. I, I love caffeine, actually, you know, and I but I respect it. <laughs> as a very, very powerful nervous system stimulant. And we need to understand that. So if you're going to have your caffeine, try to have it in the earlier part of the day. I recommend giving yourself a caffeine caffeine curfew of about two o'clock if you want to get optimal sleep, if you're going to bed around, you know, uh, 10 or 11 at night. And outside of that, uh, we also want to leverage the opportunity of, you know, caffeine, for example, pre-workout 
is very powerful because it's been proven to help to mobilize stored fatty acids. So it can give you a little bit of leverage there if you know how to use it. But I also encourage people to cycle it, you know, because your body will start to downregulate its affinity or its response to the caffeine over time. And John, I know you experienced this too. Like when you first have that, that, that cappuccino or that cup right. of coffee for the first time, it's like this magical thing. It's like, what? I could do anything. I've got superpowers. <laughs> but then after a while, we need two cups, you know, or maybe we need three. And it's because your body has got acclimated to it. And just by simply cycling it, you know, maybe you do, um, you know, uh, two months on and you take a month off, or maybe you do it shorter term, like, you know, you have it for three days, take a day or two off, start cycling the caffeine so that you're getting more bang for your buck. And also I encourage people to have a caffeine curfew. What would you recommend the tea category? Okay. So teas, we've got, of course, we've got the caffeinated, we've got the herbal teas, but some of my favorite caffeinated teas are pu'er. Puer is very, very powerful and again, proven to help to mobilize stored fatty acids. Specifically, this tea is one of the most powerful for doing that. Uh, Yerba Mate has become very popular and I actually learned about that from one of my clients from Argentina. It's like their national drink, robust, very healthy people overall. And this has got a nice, it's about maybe a third of the amount of caffeine in a cup of coffee, but then you're going to get the infusion of all the antioxidants, all of the, um, and it's very interesting that it actually has this really green color if you let it sit for a while. All right, so it has this chlorophyll in there too, which is a known blood builder. Uh, Then we can move to the green teas and things of that nature, but herbal teas, if you want to just, again, cycle it and try something else, um, I really like uh, teas like Paudiarco, P-A-U-D apostrophe A-R-C-O. So Paudiarco, it's a very powerful antifungal, but it has a really pleasant, natural, very, very good taste. Um, I also like, I mean, I can go on and on. There's another tea, rooibos. I got to put that one out there for everybody. Rooibos tea, very powerful for hydrating the body. And a lot of athletic teams, a lot of professional sports teams have put that in the Gatorade jugs. They still got to use the Gatorade jugs on the sideline, <laughs> but they're drinking rooibos tea. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, Sean and I are going to put something together for you to have on his show notes page. So don't try to be spelling all these things while you're driving. Just know it's going to be there, eofire.com slash Sean Stevenson. And Sean, that was just number one. And I don't want to take that away from Fire Nation. So just crush through the other ones. All right. So obviously the nutrition is critical, you know, and what you put in your body, I want everybody to understand this. Food is not just food. It's information. And we want to start to pay attention to the type of information because every single bite that you take, whether it's a donut or whether it's some kale, it's going to interact with your DNA. It's literally going to interact with your genes and cause your body to express certain qualities. You know, So genes, there's epigenetic influence with diet of turning genes on or turning them off. So you might express uh, a, protect, a potential gene capacity for being more lethargic and tired or also a disease manifesting itself like type 2 diabetes or cancer. But also you can do it in a positive way, which we're going to enact and turn on very, very anabolic uh, hormones, or we can turn on very, very powerful anti-cancer programs that we have within us endogenously. So I want people to walk away with that. Understand food is not just food, it's information. And choose to put higher quality information in your body. And I'm going to make, make this so simple for everybody. What I want you to focus on and I'm, I love fun. I love food. I'm a total food <laughs> foodie, you know, but we want to focus on the majority of our diet, say around 85, 90%, making sure that our diet is real food. And I'm going to actually give you a specific understanding of what that is very, very quickly, which is if someone was to come into your kitchen from an indigenous tribe, you know, somebody who's lived as a hunter gatherer and they've never seen any of this 
stuff that we have today. If they come in your kitchen and they're able to look around your kitchen and they see the food. So say they look at the fruits and vegetables and they're like, yeah, we have that. We, we have these fruits and vegetables. Then they see the nuts and seeds. They're like, yeah, we have nuts and seeds. Then they see the animal foods. And they're like, yeah, we hunt animals. But then they see the Cocoa Krispies. Then they see <laughs> the Doritos, right? They, then they see the, the cookies and the bread even. And they're like, you know, we don't really, what is this? There's no recollection. There's a complete disconnect from what that food is, the way it's grown and how it's harvested to the end product. You can't recognize what that is anymore. That, my friends, is fake food, all right? That, my friends, is processed food and not real food. We want to focus on real food that we can actually understand and recognize where it comes from. Love this. Fire Nation, literally food for thought. So what I want to do, Sean, now is take (laughs) things to present times. I want to talk about today because you've just been dropping value bombs on us over and over again. I know we've just given Fire Nation a taste of the wealth of knowledge that you have going on at your podcast, on your site, within your email newsletters, et cetera. So Fire Nation, if you want more, it's waiting for you. Now, Sean, tell us one thing that just has you most fired up today. All right. Uh, For me, it's really uh, just getting back out on the speaking platform. I just finished my book, Sleep Smarter. It's incredible. You know, it shot up to number one on Amazon's bestseller list in three health categories. And people are just really getting empowered. And obviously sleep is a huge component of this, but getting empowered to feel good and making the sleep conversation more fun and approachable. And so, so I'm really excited to get out here and start speaking to these universities again, to the different corporate uh, corporate businesses and traveling and getting in touch with the people again, because I've taken a few months off to make this book. So I'm so excited to get out and start talking to, 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 my, to my audience again. And I'm very, very, very fired up to do that. Fire Nation is fired up to sleep smarter because that's such a huge thing that so many of us are lacking in our lives. I actually have a little smile on my face when I crawl into bed at 9.15 p.m. at night and it sounds so lame, but I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to read for 15 minutes. I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to wake up at 5.20 a.m. when my alarm clock goes off and I am going to own the day. I am going to have a proactive day, not a reactive day. I am going to follow that army model and get more stuff done, Sean, before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. So, Sean, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Ready to start building your team? That's exciting stuff. Ah, I see. You're wondering where the best place to post your job so you can find the best candidates without having to manage multiple postings. I know just the place. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites and to social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Just post once and watch qualified candidates in your city and industry roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Sounds pretty efficient, doesn't it? And that's because it is. And you and I both know that efficiency is the key when running your own business. Start growing your team, maximizing your time, and putting the right systems in place today with the help of ZipRecruiter.com. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been using over a hundred thousand businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com/fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com/fire. And again, to try ZipRecruiter for free, you must go to ZipRecruiter.com/fire. 
Planning for your future is important. I don't have to tell you that. But I know firsthand that there's a lot on your plate when you're building your own business. It can be easy to forget important steps like protecting your assets with LLCs, S-Corps, trademarks, and more. Insurance, financial planning. Yep, that's also your responsibility. Wouldn't it be nice if you had a single place you could go to for all the legal help that you can trust? Someone who can provide you peace of mind that your finances are legally protected. Great news, it exists. LegalZoom has been helping clients for over 13 years, and their services are developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. Visit LegalZoom, and they'll take care of you from start to finish. For special savings, visit LegalZoom.com, enter promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. So that's LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Sean, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? That's easy. It was my health. My health was definitely the thing holding me back. I didn't really understand that, again, you know, I wasn't doing well because I wasn't feeling well. And when you start to feel that vitality again, you know, it, you can't help it but to start to have more ideas and more potential. You start to see the potential that you have within you, you know. So as I started to get healthier, I started to have the energy to go out and to connect with people, to build myself up so that I can help other people. And everything just kind of took over from there. So getting the health equation um, in, in place was really a catalyst for me. What is the best advice, Sean, you've ever received? I've heard this numerous times, you know, out there from different, um, you know, virtual mentors. No one has ever said this to, directly to me, but I've heard it said so many times and it really clicked one day. And the, that advice is to be yourself. And when I first started my own blog, I was writing articles as if I was writing them for like a scientific journal. <laughs> and they were so dry and just like, but people who were information junkies loved it. But I wasn't writing in my voice, which is, you know, being more engaging, being fun, finding interesting pieces of this that um, really spark a deeper desire for people to learn, you know. So really being myself totally and openly and sharing that with the world and, you know, taking it how, how it is, taking me how I am, I really encourage everyone to do that because the, the, the negative minority might be there because they might not like your personality, but the positive majority is who you're doing the work for. So focus on them. Be yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself and share every single facet about you that makes you interesting because that's what the world really needs right now. We don't need more information. We need character. We need personality so that we can engage with people and create relationships. Sean, that was my biggest hang up in life. I mean, my prior careers in law school, in corporate finance, in real estate, I felt like I was just suppressing my personal authentic self every single day. I felt like I was just yeah. stuffing them back inside being like, no, 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 it's still work time. You can't come out and play yet. And I'm like, right. when is going to be that day when I can just be John Lee Dumas, when I can just be myself. And Fire Nation, such a great takeaway because the minute that I let that loose, the minute that Sean let that loose, there's been nothing but rewards and success and of course some failures along the way, but the kind of failures that we want to get over because we're having so much fun doing it. So Sean, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. One of the things that I do every single day is I put myself first. 
And this might sound a little bit selfish, actually, but I promise you it's not. And I actually just did a talk for the American Association of Women Dentists out there in San Diego. And I was talking to this very empowered and powerful group of women who oftentimes were finding themselves not having the level of health and vitality and just kind of pushing themselves through every single day with stress and just basically passing out instead of falling asleep. And I encouraged all these women and gave them strategies to start to put themselves first so that they can show up better for everyone else. So I start my day every single day by drinking the water, doing the inner bath like I talked about, by doing a little bit of meditation and by doing some form of physical activity just to get my blood moving. And it might not be where I'm going to hit the gym per se, but just to do something to really turn the juices on and to set myself up for a great day of helping other people. Fire Nation, what do those airlines say? You put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then you help others because you can't help anybody else until you've helped yourself. So Sean, it's not selfish because it would be selfish for you to not take care of yourself because if you didn't, then you wouldn't be able to serve the world in the powerful way that you are. Fire Nation, absorb that. So Sean, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? John, I am loving Buffer right now. I absolutely love Buffer. And my wife was telling me about this. She's like my techie. She kind of, you know, keeps me on track and makes me look good online. I love her. And um, but she was telling me about Buffer like when it first came out. And I was just so resistant because I was like, I want to be real time. I want to be able to engage with people with the ideas that I have at that moment. You know, so I just wanted to be very, very genuine in my social media interaction. And what that was doing was leading me to a place where I wasn't interacting on social media, (laughs) you know. So I've got all these great random little thoughts I want to share with everybody or articles I come across. So Buffer allows me to load all that stuff in at one time and I can just kind of disperse that throughout the day. And I see and you can with Buffer, you can actually see the engagement. I can see that I put a post out on Facebook and, you know, it might reach, you know, whatever, 3000 people and it might get 200 clicks and you can actually see that. And it's really, really powerful. And all the likes and that whole thing, you still get all that type of engagement. But at the same time, it's really empowering because you don't have to be trying to rush to your phone to share something. You know, if you come across an idea, you can load it all up in the buffer at one time and it will disperse the information. And I absolutely love it. Thank you. Thank you, my wife. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you, Buffer. And we've actually had the founder of Buffer on Entrepreneur on Fire, an incredibly inspiring entrepreneur. I really recommend listening to his story, Fire Nation. And of course, you'll be able to find the links to this resource and everything that Shad and I have been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Sean Stevenson. And Sean, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, and Sleep Smarter will be in the show notes page, what would it be? I'd say that a book that I would encourage people to read, if they're interested in being more of uh, not just about succeeding in business, but succeeding with their health, succeeding with their relationships, succeeding with you know, just being a, a a person who's driven and knowing their purpose, I would encourage people to check out the book Everyday Enlightenment by Dan Millman. And that might his name might sound familiar for some people. He's actually wrote the The Peaceful Warrior. And they based a movie off of that. And it was a really incredible movie and got rave reviews from people like Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, that whole thing. But this book is actually very, very sensible you know it's not like again like we're meditating out in a in a closet somewhere or you know in a cave it's like very practical everyday strategies for being present for bringing more 
intention into your relationships, into your finances, into your body. And it really holistically kind of integrates all that stuff. And I thought it was a phenomenal book and I would encourage people to check it out. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Sean, have you turned your book into an audiobook yet? It's coming soon, oh, coming in a couple of months. <laughs> you better hope so, my friend. I don't let podcasters get away with that one. So, Sean, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, if this world is identical to Earth, then people will still be interested in bettering themselves. And this is something that's innate within us to want to be more and be it improving our health, improving our emotional fitness, improving our brain, whatever it might be. What I would do is I'd find a way to build myself up so that I'm better able to help others to get to the place that they want to be. So it might not be that I'm working in health per se, but just in helping other people to to become more of what they want to become. And I, again, I would focus first and I'd invest some of that money into me. <laughs> I'd invest it to learning new skills, to developing myself. Maybe I pay to take a class. And then of course, from there, um, make some, make some deals happen, bring on some clients and of course, create an online presence and just start to, to stack the cool from there. So that's what I would do, man. Stack the cool from there. I love it. And Fire Nation, this interview went a little longer than normal, but I know you all understand why. And Sean, thank you for being so inspiring and so open, honest, and genuine with us today. And let's leave with you giving Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I want to leave everybody with the um, understanding that I said earlier that food is not just food, it's information. And really start to understand how powerful you are at influencing the, the, the creation of your body. You know, because your body is basically a receipt. It's a printout of all the food that you've invested in and all the things that you've put into your body. And it's not just that. It doesn't stop there with the food. It's also the information that you take in. You know, so making sure that you're empowered and obviously you're empowered listening to shows like this. This is incredible. But um, it being empowered by infusing and bringing powerful information into your body, you know, through your auditory, through what you're watching and just understand that it's not just that. It's not just the the information from, you know, amazing shows like Entrepreneur on Fire, but it's also the information you're putting in your body via the food that you eat and be empowered in that because you have so much control over being the happiest healthiest, fittest individual possible. And where to find me, you can check out my show on iTunes. It's the Model Health Show. And we go into some amazing topics. We talk about um, reversing type 2 diabetes. We talk about body image issues and reversing that, building your confidence. We talk about um, natural treatments for cancer. We talk about so many amazing things, improving your brain health and memory. It's an awesome, awesome show. And I'm so honored to have it out there. And also people can find me at the Sean Stevenson model.com. You can connect with me there. And I would love to, uh, to, con to connect with everybody. And I so, so appreciate you having me on, John. You're amazing. 
Well, Sean, Fire Nation is super stoked for all this incredible content and know they can find the links to everything of value, your recommended book, resource, the tease, and of course, your show and website at eofire.com. Just type Sean, S-H-A-W-N, into the search bar, Fire Nation, and his show notes page will pop right up. And Sean, thank you for being so incredibly generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, is it time to take your business to the next level? Podcasting is the answer, and it's so simple. Even a main man can do it. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 